Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 15. Hit a good number there. Episode 15 of the Dream Team Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jake Schultz. Hitting back on the airwaves with my buddies, my pals to my left. Zolfi Shake. What's up? What's up? In the middle, look who's back. Back again, Spencer Kloss. Hello, hello. Excited to talk some ball with you boys. And on the right, Danny Ramos. We back. We We back. Unless it's on the pod. We are we are we are so back. It has been way too long since the four of us, as Daniel dies in the corner, (laughs) all have been on a a podcast. Together. Are you sick? No, I just have really bad asthma, so I get random cough attacks. Oh man, get better. I don't. I'm taking buffers, but it doesn't really help. No, I just meant like do better in life. Oh, thank yeah. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Get a better body. Fair enough. Just be healthier, man. Did you ever think about that one? No, actually, it's crazy you say that. Well, now you know. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I'm gonna blow everyone's minds. July 13th is the last day that the four of us were all in a podcast together. It's been a month. It's been over a month since we've all been here. It's nice to be back. It's nice to see all of your gorgeous faces, Daniel, even though I'm peering over a computer to look at you. I just see your eyes. That's good. It's good enough. And we got a packed episode today, as always. We were going to do some draft. You know, we weren't going to just introduce the draft like over a month and a half ago and then not draft ever again. But a lot of stuff has happened. The Wentworth 33 Festival came and went. Nothing happened there with us, unfortunately. But it looked like he had a great time there. So all props to him. Good job, David. Round of applause for him with everything there. We're going to have a fun episode today, all right? Lots so to talk about. Let's get into the news first because <laughs> our, our pal, our buddy, James Harden, is in the news once again. We heard the news that Philadelphia was ending all trade talks with James Harden. This, of course, comes after months of James Harden requesting a trade. Not much really happening. And then the news that Philadelphia said, nah, we're keeping Harden. We're going to keep him. That news did not go over well with James Harden, who took... To a middle of I don't even know what was, he was it. He's just, in China he's in for China. like a tour. Yeah, I, think yeah, I see camps. all the videos of him dancing and buying yeah. wine, and I'm just like, he's having a great time. He's he's selling wine, and apparently, uh, fans in China bought like ten thousand bottles of his wine in like the first I want to say minute. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> that's people, crazy. The fans in China love the guy, and good for oh, him. Yeah. But like rocket, that's that's wild. Was that pun intended when you said a rocket? No, like I'm literally pointing out he was a Houston Rocket. So oh, I thought you said he's a Rocket, and I was like, come on. That's, no, that's... no, I mean, no. no, he's just a Houston Rocket, and they <laughs> yeah. love Houston Rocket. Yes, so. that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, James Harden on tour in For China once. went brazy. On owner Daryl Morey. So let's play the video here. Let's listen to Mr. James talk himself and explain <laughs> his re- complicated relationship with Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Thank you, man. So, first of all, I love just the whoa <laughs> in the, the background. It's the clapping. People cheered for that. Like, he said something like inspirational. They're like, yo, James Harden, man, that guy said some good stuff. Let's applaud that. This comes as well with. Ramona Shelburne saying that James Harden is just getting started and plans to make things way more uncomfortable for Philadelphia. What do we all make of Mr. James announcing his hatred for Daryl Morey like it was LeBron's decision? <laughs> I think it's just 
hilarious that he literally said, let me say that yeah, again. Yeah, he wanted to repeat. I was going <laughs> to say that. that. He's like, like, wait, wait, let me clarify and say it one more time. It's like he knew he was going to go viral <laughs> no, with that. So he's like, like, just make sure I, you got this from me. Yeah, so just to make sure it's not fake. I hate the guy, okay? Like, <laughs> it's honestly uh, hilarious. Uh, but in like in like all seriousness, like this is kind of a dumb, I guess, like metaphor, but he sounds like a scorned lover, which he kind of is, right? I, I, he's being petty, but I think he's being petty because he feels like he's been done wrong. And we can talk about whether we think he has been done wrong or not. But the, the idea is that James Harden requests a trade out of Brooklyn to go to a contender. He goes to Philadelphia. He knows he has to be the second fiddle. And rightfully so, Joel Embiid is there. So he takes a bit of a backseat role in that regard. And then he t- actually, people might not remember this, he takes a bit of a pay cut. He restructures his contract so they can bring in people. They brought in Daniel House, and I can't even remember the other guy. It didn't really make much of a difference for the team now, did it, at the end. But he did that, so he took a pay cut. And I'm pretty sure the conversation when he came and when I saw happened was that there was apparently some handshake agreement, or at least in James Harden's mind, there was some kind of agreement that they were going to take care of him long term and give him the type of money that he was looking for. And then when he finally gets to the point for it to happen, he doesn't get that money. He has to opt into his contract because this might be his last payday now because it seems like they don't want to trade him and they don't want to sign him to the, uh, this max extension. So who knows what his next contract's going to look like. So, like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I see it from James Harden's perspective where he's like, I've been screwed, I've been done wrong, and now I am sinking this ship as I go down as well. Yeah, I think uh, the offseason diet's going to be pretty wild. Last time he was unhappy, he got pretty big over the offseason. <laughs> Could see that again if they don't trade him. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know what's the point of it really, but. Has everyone been seeing those memes of James Harden looking in his closet and pulling out the fat the suit? Fat, yeah. <laughs> Such a funny meme. Then I feel like this time it wouldn't work the same though. Cause like. It's the same thing. We would expect yeah, it at that but point. But like at that point, it's just more of a detriment to James Harden. Like yeah. you're putting yourself out of shape, back into shape, and you're not that guy anymore. In the, Cause in Houston, when he got traded and he was out of shape, people are still like, this is James Harden. We know what he can do. But now we've seen post Houston James Harden and he's not that same guy anymore. He can randomly give you 40 games in the playoffs against the Celtics, but how often did we get that? So like if he did that, I think it's hurting him more than he already has. And I just think he's in the, he's in a crappy situation for his perspective because he's not at the top of his game and his GM that he's beefing with Daryl Morey is known for being stubborn. He did it with Ben Simmons. So like, he will sit on this if he has to. So, like, really, what does James Harden left other than to try to, like, berate the guy in public? I'm just trying to figure out, like, what he means by, like, going to make it worse. Like, what what's the next step for him here? Like, that's now the friendly that I can't stop thinking about. Probably it. Like, sit out, I guess. It could, it could like even not going to get any worse than that. Well, though, it could like. be, like, publicly, like, with Jimmy Butler and the Timberwolves, like, just beefing with the GM and the coach, like, at training camp and at practice. Like, they're, if he says he wants to come to practice, unless he gets, like, physically violent or something, they're probably not going kip- to kick him out of practice, at least not for the first little bit. And, like, it could be a Ben Simmons-esque where he has a phone in his pocket while he's there warming up, just not giving a crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there could be a million ways this could go. Like, it may not necessarily be as, like, strong of a peak as what he just said, but if he continues to have this kind of behavior and it just builds and builds and builds, especially with a, a team with a new coach that has expectations, I could see this getting really dicey. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I, I think I'm on the same wave as you, Zolfi, where, like, yeah, like, it doesn't really look good on Harden to go out there and, and be like, yeah, this guy sucks, like, publicly, like, on the mic and stuff like that. But, like, if he actually did promise Harden something and Harden, after that promise, took a pay cut and then now you screw him over by not giving him what you promised, like, that's a pretty slimy thing to do. Um, obviously, we don't know the facts, right? Yeah, we don't know the details. Um, but, like, if that were the fact, like, all the power to you, Harden, like, Maury, like, that would be not a nice move. Yeah. So, 
This goes with hand in hand with a lot of conversation happening online that Philadelphia and disgruntled stars. This has been a word that's been thrown around a lot the last couple of days. Even Woj tweeting out saying that Harden was disgruntled and calling him a liar. And Kyrie Irving, who's famously friends with right. James Harden, responded back saying, is he disgruntled, Adrian, or is he holding Daryl Morey accountable for his dishonesty and lack of transparency throughout the contract negotiations process this summer? Kyrie's always been outspoken about things like this. Kyrie's always not afraid to speak to the public. But knowing that he has a connection with Harden, I'm more in line to agree with Harden, honestly. I yeah. I feel like Harden is getting screwed out. And I know well, that it's it's that. hard to say and be like that when he did the same thing with the Nets. But there's something about this that's sitting weird with me because it I normally did not see Harden as a type of guy to ever go to this level yeah. to publicly shame an owner. Who he had previously had a really good relationship Very with. Very good relationship They were like with. so happy. He hugged Daryl Moore right after there. He got that. off the jet. Like that's how good they were with each other. Yeah. So something happened between this two. It's a good point. And I feel like Harden is in the right. I feel like he's getting screwed out of something. And sure, maybe the, the truth is lying somewhere in between because we don't know both sides of the story. I just we this is definitely the last we've seen of Harden <laughs> as in, a Phil, in, in, Philly. in Philly. Okay, I thought you were going to say it. Not in the NBA, that. no. Okay. This is the last we've He's seen of Harden league. in Philly. He said he is open to being on any team. Right. He does not have just a Clippers designation, which He's not, is, he's not playing a name. He doesn't have one name no. that he wants to go to. Which no 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 updates on that. Yeah. I, oh yeah, true. Interesting. There. But I think this is going to be a fun story yeah. to watch the next couple of weeks as training camps come up very very shortly. Yeah. We're approaching the start of the yeah, season. Yeah, a couple, around. a couple. Of Fun months if you're there. not a Philly fan. Yeah, but like, yeah, I want, I want to say that like, at the end of the day, if Harden is getting screwed, and that's the million dollar question, like we don't know the background. Like, don't we all also agree that Daryl Morey is still probably doing the right thing and not giving Harden a max deal? Oh yeah, yes, it's, it's just the human aspect that yeah, he I, yeah, would true. would lie to him, and I don't know. Like Morey's always been known as like the numbers guy. Yeah, you know, so he could have put in a computer, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's actually not worth giving Harden yeah. that contract, even though I said I would. And he's like, eh, actually, I don't really care. Yeah, so. we don't know the background if they had a conversation or whatnot. But, like, yeah. I, like I'm not saying this is this is apples to oranges, but, like, Masari Jiri telling DeRozan, like, you're good, we're going to keep you, and then trades him a couple days later. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. he did get a, Masari Jiri's reputation to take a hit for that, but ultimately ended up in a championship. So I guess maybe for this, for, for Daryl Morey to look good out of this, they have to accomplish a championship or something. But we also don't know what's going to happen with James Harden. But yeah. I think, like, it's hard because, like you said, there's a human aspect yep. because Harden is a person who was promised something, supposedly, and he's not getting that. But also, I think we all think Harden isn't at that level anymore to get that money. So it just leaves them in such a tough spot. Also, Kyrie Irving saying Adrian and not Woj. That's it's a little funny. strange. Yeah, it's funny, eh? Is Adrian? He, is he disgruntled First Adrian? Name First name? Full for like, he's like a disappointed Adrian. dad speaking yeah. to him. He, you could tell Kyrie was serious there. He's like, Adrian, come on. Oh, yeah. Also, like, isn't that crazy? Tweet just describing why he's disgruntled. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is he disgruntled or is he disgruntled because of this? Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Like, why don't you just say like he is disgruntled because? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's that, also that's Kyrie. fair, but it is it is adding context, which yeah. I like for people like us who can a see sports all journalist. Yeah. It's, the word yeah. dis, the, the word disgruntled makes you just think that he's being a little a little pissy. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you give a if you give a reason for it. That's what you know I got what I mean? from the tweet. Yeah, that it's he's trying to put more of a reasoning as to why he's not disgruntled, but yeah. he's like he should be. He's, his he's, reasonings are he's, valid. He's reasonably upset. Yes. is kind of what Kyrie believes and what some people I'm assuming also believe. But yeah, how do Adrian. we think? How do you think Nick Nurse is feeling after all oh, of this? That Nick guy Nurse. must be just crapping his pants. 
Like, what a situation to get into. And also, you the biggest loser here, the, hey, we want to keep Joel Embiid sweepstakes. Because I don't know if Joel Embiid's looking at any of this being like, I want to stay in Philly much longer. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. So much to dysfunction, man. And not just with Harden. It's like every year, Philly has so much dysfunction. It's yeah, like, the Ben Simmons drama happened. And none of it has been like specifically Embiid-related. Yeah. Because like, Ben Simmons didn't crap on Embiid for being there. J- uh, James Harden hasn't crapped on Embiid. It's been situations around Embiid and this front office. So you had the Ben Simmons thing. You had Doc Rivers now gone. You bringing this Jimmy other coach. Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler That's letting him loss, go. man. They chose Tobias Harris yeah. over to- him. Tobias Harris over yeah. me? Markel Fultz? Yeah. They've had a bad That's couple a tough of years. One, though. That's like injury related. All it's those. still when you but put like, it in a bubble, yeah. it's a really bad. I think if you look back at that era of like what they could have been and how they just kept missing the mark, you can count that in there I mean, for sure. Yeah, at the time awesome. Markel Fultz was the right pick. Yeah. At the time. I don't I don't think it's the pick. I think it's their like development of him after. Right. Like okay. I guess it was a crazy injury, but like it's Orlando was Orlando was able to figure it out a little bit with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he obviously still that's has never that's, got that yeah. like form back. Yeah, it's a time thing and everything. I do understand that, but like to Jake's point, like this it's been a bad run for Philly when they've had yeah. literally an MVP and all they've done is what go to the second round. Yeah, never made a. Like, why would Joel Embiid want to stay? Trusting the process has become a nightmare for Philadelphia yeah. fans. And I have one thing to say to Nick Nurse before we segue on to Jamal Murray. Have fun with those guys. Good luck. I also just want to add they traded up for Marco Fultz when Boston was going to take Jason Tatum anyways. Yeah, so. that was tough. Yeah, it's the yeah, trade that, up that, that makes that it even part, worse. So. That's yeah. the part that's like. Yeah, yeah Philly just they got to figure it out because right now things are not looking good. To Jamal Murray and FIBA World Cup news, the reigning champion from the Denver Nuggets, Canadian's own Jamal Murray, is no longer going to be competing in the FIBA World Cup. It was announced today in a joint press conference saying that Murray does not feel like he can be able to perform at the level that he can. And this comes off the back that he wasn't going to play in the exhibition games. And then there was hope that, oh, maybe he will be able to play. That does not look like it will be the case. He's going to be hoping to get up to game speed following a layoff after Denver's long run and has decided to sit out. Canada will still open up their tournament versus France August 25th. But there goes another superstar down Canada. And what do we think of this decision? Because I've seen people being like, oh, Murray's just being... This he's just being soft and he's tired. Quotation marks. Like, why? What do you mean you're tired? Go play for your turn. Go play for your team. And I think it's a little. It's a. It's weird to me because he was a key part in contributing to a championship team. Yep. And I understand that your country is pride, but at the end of the day, the NBA season means more than just FIBA. Your country doesn't pay you like the NBA does. No. And I don't blame him for sitting out. Because this is just two chances to qualify in this tournament. There's other ways that you can qualify for FIBA. This is not just it. And he still has a three-year commitment. And I understand some people's frustration that he's like, oh, you committed, you're not playing. But I don't blame him at all. I'm fine with it, to be honest. And I don't think it hurts Canada. You don't think it hurts Canada? I think think it hurts Canada. I, I don't. They've looked good. They, they picked it up after the first game. The first game was a little rough. The first game is bad, but they've looked very good. They've definitely picked it up after that. R.J. Barrett, shout out. I've been I've been saying this. I've been saying R.J. Barrett is going to be that leader on that team. Like, Shea is obviously their best player, but R.J. is going to be that veteran voice and presence. But in terms of the Jamal Murray thing, for me, it's not so much that I'm, like, upset that he's not there. It's I'm just disappointed, not in his decision, but in the fact that he's just not going to be there. Obviously, he would have been so important for Canada and what he can do. It's just one of those things where, like, I don't feel comfortable telling somebody what's right for their body, especially yeah. in a basketball sense. Like, 
sure it sounds kind of crappy for him to be like oh yeah i'm tired after he's had like what like i think almost two months off now maybe a month and a half since the championship so he's had time off but nba and inter- like professional basketball level gearing up to that is different and obviously none of us know how that feels and how to experience that so in terms of his decision all i can really say is like you just have to roll with the punches of your team canada i don't have much on that but what i think this kind of talks more about is that like this has to be a very very stark reminder for t- fans of canada basketball that we are still nowhere near the level of like a team usa and i know like some people will probably say like oh we didn't think that but there's a handful of people who are like looking at this team usa roster and they're like oh canada has a really good chance and yes they had a lot of nba talent coming into it but you lose a couple names real quick like o'shea Brissett, now jamal murray Corey joseph and whatnot and like you're looking at their roster and you're like no i don't know so much so I still think this team and this country are a ways away from being one of the top dogs in international basketball, especially if your three-year commitment plan isn't really holding up anymore because guys are hurt, guys are going out, and what are you going to do come Olympics? Are you just going to say no to Jamal Murray and Andrew Wiggins if they want to play? No, you're going to take them, right? So the whole three-year commitment thing isn't what it was when they started it, and this team is going to have a lot of concerns, at least in my eyes, going to this tournament. And it's just, it's just For me, it's just a reminder that they're not as deep as we kind of think they are. Yeah, people also like Jamal Murray almost missed two seasons of basketball and then played so long into the summer. Like, yeah, that's a good point. That's his million dollar assets, his body, right? Like not multi million dollars, tens of millions of dollars. So, I mean, that's that's his job and like that's his priority. So, I don't know why anyone's like it's his choice. So. He played eighty four games coming off of an ACL tear. Yeah, that's like exactly it. Like it's these professional careers don't last long. If you need to do what you need to do in order to get that generational life-changing money man like i'm not gonna like be angry at you for being like oh i don't want to get injured in a FIBA world cup you know and he also still said he wants to play in the olympics he said he that's literally in his quote that he releases like i still will play in the olympics or still want to play i think for basketball players the olympics are definitely more important than the world cup 100 percent you think like because i know in soccer it's probably the opposite fifa world cup is better but in basketball it's definitely flipped around oh yeah so I mean, like he's still there for the. I mean, he still wants to be there for the big one, and it's like you guys said, like it's his health. Like if he's if his body's not feeling good, like you can only take so much toll. You know, I I play one soccer game a week. My body's destroyed, and I've only played for twelve weeks. My you're, ankle, I can't walk right now. You're telling me your body is not the same as Jamal Murray's? It's like, even <laughs> like that's the thing. Like it's crazy. Like it's just. I don't know, man. I just, and there's also there's also science behind all this, which none of us understand and know. Exactly. But like, there are s- doctors telling Jamal that this is probably the best decision for him and his body coming. They're probably looking at what how his body's recovered from his injury, playing all those like minutes and stuff. So it's not. I don't think. I don't think it's just a him decision. He obviously no. has ultimate say. But when he says, "I've consulted medical staff," I'm assuming he actually did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sports medicine is literally like the best it's ever been, yeah. ever. And like a lot of players that I've actually been mentioning that lately is like. Stop like saying the load manager thing is just in the player. Like a lot of times, it's a team saying, "Don't yeah. play." Doc, team doctors will literally tell players you're not playing tonight, even though they want to play. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that narrative needs to change. But anyways, it's not like Jamal just woke up and was like, "Yeah, you know what? I don't feel like playing." Exactly. And I think people, like, we talked about the human side with Harden. People aren't thinking about the human side of this as well. Like it's it's his body, it's his health. I can understand you can be disappointed. It's a disappointing it's decision. Disappointing. Yeah, it does suck for kids. It's disappointing, but it's not something to go at his head about. Sure. Which is what I'm seeing. People are like, oh my god, how? No. Yeah, we've like, heard the word diva thrown around, and I think that's awful. A little, no, that's crazy. a little ridiculous. Relax. Yeah, like, I'm sure he wasn't happy to send out that tweet today. Yeah. Saying, I'm no, not of playing. course like, not. Diva is insane to me. Yeah. Like that's when has he ever displayed that in his career? 
Literally never. never. Yeah. What do, how do we think Canada does now? Do you guys still see Canada like? You know what I think, and you've thrown this name out there. I think Germany is going to be the one that qualifies. Bro, Germany's not... looked really good. Dennis Schroeder. Oh my oh, goodness, Dennis Schroeder has been. That concern over his Achilles, no, not there nothing. anymore. Yeah. He's looked really good. He was, was taking Fred Van Vliet esque shots, just hucking up the threes, and all of them were going in. And I was like, laughing oh my at Dylan goodness. Brooks if the Raptors get like that, that, Dennis Schroeder, oh my God. He will be playing his way into the starting lineup. Oh, if he, keeps he has like to that. start at that point. My Definitely. goodness. Any other thoughts with FIBA? Any other well, just think, surprising things you've seen? I know Giannis. Maybe had, no Giannis? No Porzingis. Oh, shit. Right, oh, no more injuries. Yeah, that's the thing. Stars are really pulling out with injuries and stuff. Like, I don't think Luka's going to play. No Giannis, no Porzingis. Obviously, Jamal's out. Like, is Shea the biggest name there? I think he might be. Like, you have, like, because Victor, Victor Wembanyama isn't there with France. I thought he was going to be, but he's not. Team USA have... Uh, they got Rudy Gobert, though. Yeah, Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier are going to lead Team Don't France. Don't think I would take anyone on Team USA over SGA. Over, yeah, like you, Team USA, you have Anthony Edwards. You have Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brunson, Mikhail Bridges. Austin Reeves. Good players. Austin, and great lots players. Of them and lots of but them. But the biggest name there, honestly, might end up being uh, SGA. Yeah, which is kind honestly, of insane yeah. that Canada, I think this hurts our chances. I like Because of the players missing from their group, like in Kristaps and Victor Wembanyama, I think Canada gets out of the group. But winning this tournament, I can't go there now without Jamal Murray and with the other players they've lost, like O'Shea. But SGA might be the player of the tournament, though, which is kind of yeah. cool. I think the thing, the loss with Murray is we went from being probably the best backcourt in the tournament. Yeah. To extremely to, thin. So, you know, yeah, because Kojo's not there gone. either. Yeah, Kojo yeah. also stepped Phil's out, right? So. Yeah, Cassius Robinson, who's a CABL guy, who's actually a pretty good flamethrower. He's not there anymore, so... Honestly, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, you want more minutes in the NBA? This is your time to do it. Go show yeah. out. He's played really well. He was in the Toronto Pro-Am, like, here in the city for a while, went balling out. And then a couple games for Canada in these exhibitions. He's been decent. So this is his time to shine with his cousin in SGA, which would be really freaking cool if SGA and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are balling out together on the international stage. I've always liked Nikhil Alexander-Walker, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, I, he, he plays similar to SGA, too. Shifty. Very mm-hmm. shifty. Just... Efficiency issues throughout his career, but I hope he can improve on that. Definitely. Want to do some draft? Let's, Let's do it, man. Let's do some draft. That easy breezy news, and finally, it's been a month and a half since we've done a draft. Let's get this going. Last time we did point guards, and we did talk briefly about our reaction to everything. How do we feel less than or over over a month out? How do we still feeling on our teams at the moment? Because this is not just a this as much as this is a draft by draft basis. Overall, we're going to have a total team. Yes. I need, I need Spencer's take because I don't think he actually got to react to his no. team because he wasn't here last time, and he was the one who got cooked the I, most. No, I did. I did when the episode when Dan wasn't here. Oh, oh okay. yes, yes, yes. It's been that long that we were like, yeah. can't yeah. keep anything track. I still wish I had Steph Curry, but I'm okay with my team. I wish you had my <laughs> I, team, man. I think we all w- wish we had Steph Curry <laughs> on our team. I'm good with Luka. He's not bad. He's not bad. <laughs> I'm good with SGA. <laughs> He's not bad either. Honestly, I love my team. Yeah, I'm happy with I'm my team. I'm totally happy with my team. Still with Garland? You're Point guards are so deep. Can we stop hating on Garland? I think Garland's when, taking a hit low-key since dude, we talked about it. Yeah, one yeah. Come defend your boy. In- defend Garland. Defend dude, your boy. one season of injury on and off, and people forget how good of a three-point shooter this guy is, how amazing of a playmaker this guy Like, legit, one of the best playmakers in the league. Like, I'm willing to bet my life on that, dude. Like, he's so good. That was not a hard slap on the table. Yeah, I didn't want to, like, <laughs> mess up the mic because, you know, they just, do like, the slap. The very, I'm willing to bet my life on it, and then tink. <laughs> I don't want to have an audio spike. Also, but, sorry, you go. 
No, I was just saying, man, put a little respect on Darius Garland's name because this guy is so good. Please. I was just going to say, I don't, like, I, I like Garland a lot. Okay. I just might mainly like to just play with you a bit. Yeah. But it's, you find it funny you say one season of injury, but he played one more game than he did the year prior, had the exact same point per game average, and his three point percentage was up. So like Let's he is, he is getting better. Oh, he is getting believe. better. I'm gonna give a point for you there because you you were just like all oh, injured. No, he's he's still he's still playing well. He played Darius 69 Garland, games. Darius Garland is re- how many games he played? 69. Nice. Uh, <laughs> That's Dar- not even bad. Yeah, Darius oh, Garland's good. I just, for me, I think it's just that it's too early. It's you said one season of injury. I also see it like he had like one and a half seasons of like being successful because he's obviously not that long in the league. Yeah. I just want to see it for a bit more. And again, obviously, you, there's guys like Tyrese Halliburton that we put up there too. They're similar case. Also on my team. Yeah, like where I just want to see a bit more of it. But I think Darius Garn's a guy who it's unfortunate for your draft that like casuals just don't know him as much. If no, you know ball, yeah. it's kind of like De'Aaron Fox. Like if you know ball, you know and respect his game. Mm-hmm. But if you're a casual, you probably don't recognize those names. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Zulfi. I'm very much on the same wavelength of I really like him. He's just not elite yet. And he will be. He I, absolutely I think will that's be. A, that's fair on your on your guys' part. Like, you're did, looking did, with the did crystal he get ball. Into the the All Star nod two years ago was that? Yeah, he, he, did. Was in the, he was two years ago. Okay, so him and Tyrese both have one have had one All Star nod. So it's like they've definitely had some good seasons. But I get it. You want more proof, and that's that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just the fact that like you picked those guys above some of the other guys, and which is why like over people, Brunson. Yeah, and, and like Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. So like that's why people like may have reacted the yeah. way they did to it. I want a good locker room. So that's yeah, fair. <laughs> you want to read hey. through all the names, Dan? Sure. All right, Jake, you drafted with the first pick, Steph. I'm yeah, just gonna read your three. Yeah. Uh, you drafted Steph with your first pick, De'Aaron Fox with your second, and Trey Young with your third. Honestly, I didn't want to draft Trey Young, but I think it's disrespectfully ended up in the third round yeah. on all of our parts, guys. But like. I still am happy with where I picked. Anyways, I find I, Drake. I didn't have a chance to pick him. Yeah, I find Jake's like team the most interesting. Where like I see them as like three super uniquely different players. Trey and Steph, you could say are similar, oh, but man. like I just, I like I think Steph is just like the best version of what Trey could ever be. And then like De'Aaron is just like an anomaly in that team. But I kind of like it. I kind of like the vibes of it. Mm-hmm. I said that when we drafted, I went for clutch, and I, I think I have arguably yeah. three of the clutchest players. In the draft, you have three really good showmen on your team. Yeah, and yeah, I love a good, a good show. Way to put it, that's yeah. how I love my basketball flashy. Yeah. Deer Fox literally flash, and then Steph yeah. and Trey Young are two of the best heat check guys in the league. And Trey's a villain, like yeah. very good showman. That's a good point. They're entertaining players to watch. Like that is good basketball to watch them. Love watching them. Uh, and then with second pick was me. I drafted Luca first, then Tyrese Halliburton, and then Darius Garland with my third pick. Can you tell I love playmakers? Yeah, a lot Maybe. of assists. Where's Chris Paul? Bench player? Six oh, man of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jake, six man of the year. Don't sleep. <laughs> uh, third pick was Zolfi. He drafted Shea, Gilgis Alexander, Canadian King, with his first pick. John Morant, second. Kyrie Irving, third. <laughs> That's a solid. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> hey, John Morant, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so out of nowhere. That... I just had to do it. I thought you were describing okay. your team's offense, but okay. I think with yours, they're all <laughs> So good at getting to the rim. Oh yeah, they're such good finishers. Pure finishers All, and yeah. bucket getters, man. Yeah, you could say they're pretty good showmen too. I'd say Jake Absolutely. definitely has more of the heat check quality than my team, but just like definitely bucket getters. Oh, hundred percent. And then with the last pick was Spencer. He picked Damian Lillard with his first pick, Jamal Murray second, and Jalen Brunson third. And you have one guy who never sits out in Jalen Brunson, and two guys who seem like they like to sit out a lot. And <laughs> Damian Lillard and Jamal hey, Murray. What a diva that Jamal hey. Murray is. You know what? I would argue my team is very clutch as well. 
Yeah, I think people yeah. need to put more respect on Brunson's name. Your team is like the under, like the underrated clutch guys. Hundred percent. I mean, Dame is not underrated with being clutch. I probably yeah, picked Jamal Murray too That's high, fair. but coming off that finals, right? I, just I don't think you did. No, no, no. I think no. you no. went perfect spot. There's a I think weird... Jamal Murray's fine. He gets, he, she deserves respect. There's like a weird like narrative around Jamal Murray that like it's like. He doesn't I feel deserve like, the respect I that he like gets. I feel like people think, like, oh, he's not actually, like, proven. He just plays with Jokic, and, like, he doesn't deserve. But then there's like, actually, like, the truth that he's, like, just a really good player and yeah. picks it up when he needs to. We have, I guess, like, people want I saw this tweet. It was, like, Jamal. I don't know if you guys sent it to me or if I just saw it on my timeline. But it was, like, Jamal Murray's the first player in NBA history that people said I need to see it in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, seriously, though. Yo, that's such a good point. That's so funny. Yeah, he always shows up in the playoffs, man. And that's it. Like, that's the whole reason. Just because he's been injured through the regular season, people are like, oh, I don't know who this guy is. But yeah. he's literally a beast in the playoffs. Literally just watch him play yeah. for two games. I think the other thing, too, is it's like, Jamal Murray's a point guard, but like Jokic is really the point guard of the team, mm-hmm. and you could say Jamal Murray's more of a two, but he does a lot of ball handling, especially when Jokic sits down. So like, sure. I definitely still would consider him a point guard. So maybe that was a bit of the reservation, but I think it's more Dan's point too. Like in the regular season, you just don't see him as much. Yeah, that's gotta be it. From point guards to shooting guards, that's what we are drafting today, and there's a lot of little issues with shooting guards yeah. in the NBA. Zolfi, why don't you run down some of the stuff that we've made for our requirements? for drafting shooting guards today. Yeah, so shooting guards an interesting position because like a lot of them are combo guards. So you're going to have guys who can either play the 1 and the 2, guys who can play the 2 and the 3 and even the 4. And basketball reference helps in some cases, but in other cases it has Josh Giddy listed as a power forward. So clearly, uh, things don't make sense sometimes when it comes to shooting guards. But the criteria we said is one, number one above all else, our final decision maker, vibes. All of us get to decide <laughs> as a team do we think this guy plays like a shooting guard, and does he have the shooting guard vibes? Right? Vibes, I, th- I think we all know ball. So if I name a player and we think that this dude plays like a shooting guard, we're going with it. But we will use the aid of basketball reference if need be, and we said if the player has been a shooting guard for the last three seasons listed on basketball reference, that is like your main green light, thumbs up, you should feel good about this person being a shooting guard. If you ever need to get some counsel on that, you can say a name, we can talk about it, and I can look it up. But at the end of the day, even if basketball reference doesn't have it, if all of us agree this person should be a shooting guard, again, like a Josh Giddy, then we go with it. You could also go to N- or 2kratings.com. They do have a list of all the positions there for best shooting guards, and they do put shooting guard first. Do they have it based on 2K ratings? Yeah. Yes, but also like you have a list. No, and no, it's pretty fair. accurate. The only one that's on there is James Harden, and we have officially ruled James Harden out yes. that and, he is the one that we are and not. DeRozan going. too, because I was looking at the list earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- DeRozan's a weird unicorn. He's a forward they also had Tyrese Halliburton a shooting guard though. Well, okay, well, uh, but that's why uh, vibes, 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 vibes at the end yeah. of the day, vibes at the end of the day. So like, hold on, we'll go around. We won't say it until we say we draft it, and then we'll discuss and be like, "Is yes. this okay?" And then yeah. we'll like, go back well, to the you, drawing board. You or, can pick a yeah, exactly. You pick a name. If we all veto it, you have you just get to go again. I think we're pretty much in uh, agreement for most of the players yeah. that we talked, we so, chatted. Yeah. So I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Want to get started, Zolfi? Well, let's yeah. tell us the list. Do you want the full order? Or do you want like? I'll tell you the first pick is they pick. The first pick the, and then afterwards. And then after that. Oh, yeah. the suspense. I can't be first this time. Yeah, Jay can't be first for this one. There's Blast a chance because since Blast there's five me. positions, so one of us is going to get two first picks. Ooh. Better be me. We don't know who. You can't You can't get the first pick, obviously, back to back. All right, who got the first overall? It is 
Daniel Ramos. Of Let's go. I actually, I when you first said I know who got it, you did like a little glance yeah. at me earlier yeah. today. I was like, yeah, it's me. It's Daniel Ramos. All right, All right, Daniel, your time is on the clock. With? Oh, you, you got the pick already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, oh. I, I said your time's on the clock, that, and this guy's like, yeah, hey, so you Have you been thinking about in. this for a while? Because I think uh, there's, a, there's a decision to be made here. There's a, yeah, like, I made a my list uh, earlier in class today. Oh, he's prepared. All right. And I was debating. Okay. The pick is in. Let's hear it. Gotta have the music back. Yeah, so good. With the first pick of Daniel Ramos' team, I'm picking Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Right. Good, pick. good pick. Yeah. Not a enough. bad good pick. Fair enough. I right, talk about it. Let's know why. Um I just really like Donovan Mitchell. He's like a insanely high volume scorer. Really good. He he kinda he's a he's a combo guard. Like he's really good at like uh like playmaking now it's more of a two though for sure he's definitely more of a two but like he he has attributes of a point guard for sure he's yeah. a good ball handler um he like when i think of shooting guards i think of like can they get into that zone and can they just carry a team on their back donovan mitchell is the epitome of that after mm -hmm. watching the bubble other playoff performances like he's just like he's so good man like i don't even know like how to analyze this too much other than the fact that he's just this guy is a bucket and when I think of shooting guards, I think of buckets, and Donovan Mitchell's that guy for me. I didn't know this. I, well, I did know this, but I didn't remember it. 28.3 points per game last season. Dude, Almost it's 30 insane. Points. That's insane. This guy's a bucket getter. My only concern with him, and it's not even a serious concern, early in his career, it was kind of like similar to Jamal Murray. Like, this dude shows up in the playoffs. But, like, that last Utah season to now, the playoff performances have yeah, not been Yeah, it was a little shaky, much. which was a big reason as to why I was debating between yeah. some players. So. But uh, you can't go wrong with that. I think uh, Donovan Mitchell has to be one of the top two guys. Yeah, definitely. All right. Number two. Number two. It is yours truly, Zofie Shake. Oh, I have the number okay. two pick. And I don't think I need long to decide yeah, on this all right. one. The pick is in. Let's hear the music. I'm going with Phoenix Suns, yeah. Devin Booker. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't really need to say much. Devin Booker is probably, again, one of the two best guys. He's probably... Being one of the more consistent shooting guards in this league. He's one of the last few guys where you kind of like see him in that Kobe-esque mold of like, that's a two guard. He goes out there. He shoots. He scores. He's picked up the assists. Uh, his career average is like 4.8, but last season he averaged nearly six a game. 28 points, 35% from three, 50% from the field. Like, he's just really freaking good. And kind of similar to Donovan Mitchell where like he sat through a couple crappy years early on and Devin Booker had some really crappy years with the Suns. And now he's finally on some really good teams, and we get to see him shine in the postseason and show what kind of player he is. But, yeah, Devin Booker, he's a baller. Those are the one, too. Yeah, they yeah. have to be. Personally, I would have taken Booker first. I, th I think that was the debate. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's actually the consensus, actually. I think, Booker I'm, number I think one. I'm, like, in the minority of picking no, Donovan. No, I would have really? taken Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell has a – I think I honestly think it's 50-50. I genuinely I do too. think it's 50-50. Is it crazy that I had Anthony Edwards in my top two? No. Mm, I have him as MIP, most improved player. Cause I have I, him high. There was actually one point, and I got rid of it, where I had Anthony Edwards as my first overall pick. That would have been crazy. That would have been on a potential. I You'd be basically yeah, banking I, on potential. I think yeah. it's because of how high I am on his potential and the fact that I think he's going to be an MVP one day. Um, <laughs> according to Zolfi. He's going to be MIP next year, according well, to Well, I, I just, like, everything you said about him in the last podcast I agreed with. Like, I'm so high on Anthony Edwards. Yeah. So I actually had him in at number one for a bit, and I was like... It's early still, I feel like. Even though this season he might actually make a jump where it's like, is it early? So, hey, I don't know. You at know the end I mean? of the day, 
it's your draft, right? That's the you get to draft your team how you want. You don't have to, for it to be logical or like no, make no yeah. sense. You know what I mean? So like, I do love would you get flamed for it? Sure, but Probably if you if bit. you want to say that's my guy and I like him, then go for it. Yeah, like yeah. If you picked Luke Kennard first. Uh, whatever, that's your <laughs> no, pick. That one, you have to leave the podcast because <laughs> no, Anthony Edwards is like it's crazy kind of, but like. Yes. It's not crazy kind of at the same time. You know, you like, you you look super big brain if you did it and then yeah. he ended up being like an MVP this year. Yeah. But I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. Guess we'll never know. Number three. It's between yeah. me and Spencer. All right, Spencer, I'll have you know. You're not picking last again. It's number three for Spencer. <laughs> Let's go. Right, oh no. Right. I'm in a bad position. It, that last round's gonna be fun, dude. Snake draft. You get uh, back that to back. Last round's gonna be fun. Um I do get back to back. Anthony Edwards is younger than Scotty Barnes, by the way. Um, exactly. He also they get the music. He's gonna break Steph Curry's career three point record. Really Edwards, easily. That's easily? crazy thing to just you throw have a pace out there. On him right now? He's at like over fifteen hundred already, and he's like twenty two. So I love that. Oh my god, fifteen hundred! Just remember how many games like Steph Curry missed early on. Wait, wait, fifteen hundred? No, okay, wait. I think he's my most exciting no, player. No, no, to watch that's a, that sounds way season. wrong. No, he's had a lot though. We should do a pod on our most exciting players to watch next season. I have fifteen hundred sounds way wrong. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. But he's got a More lot. Off he's got, I'm sure he has a lot. Yeah, yeah. Is that your pick? Um, no. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just hyping up Anthony yeah, Edwards. You're like, no, I'm not taking him. <sighs> Tell us I when it's in. I kind of want to, but um, I have my pick. All right, pick is in. Tell us that number three pick. Mr. The Klaus. third pick, it only feels right to go with the three hundred million dollar man, yeah. Jalen Brown. Yeah, it's not a bad choice. If I he think can trip with his left hand while I'm cooking, <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gonna be able to do it? I don't know. <laughs> like the confidence in your first pick? He's a baller. Um, he's really good on the offensive end. He came into the league as like a defensive specialist. Um, obviously, that's not panned out. He's definitely a better offensive player. Again, his playmaking and dribbling needs improvement. Uh, he's still young. He can still improve. Uh, I think he averaged just north of 26 points per game last year. That I, that could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, he's my guy. He's my guy at number three. I think there was a debate there, and I don't mind it. Also, Anthony Edwards' uh, career three-pointers made just one under 600, 599. But that's yeah. in three seasons. So I think Spencer's a point. He could he could beat that record. But Steph is also still playing. Yeah. That's true, and it depends a lot. And he's not slowing down. Anthony Andy's Edwards in his could, prime. could break his leg and lose three seasons. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But Let's I, it's not a good put that out into it's the a good shout, though. Knock on wood. If yeah. I had that much power, Jake, I'd be rich. I wouldn't be sitting there. <laughs> I, do, I do like the shout, though, for Anthony Edwards to break the record. All right, that just leaves me there with the go. number four pick. I got a lot to choose from, but I get two picks. So let's get one out of the way first. I think it's the positioning that I'm thinking of, too. When I'm looking at the graphic, I'm like, what are people going to look and be like, he did that with him there? But I got my number four pick. So my first pick in the first round, number four overall. I'm going with the point guard this year, Mr. Bradley Beal. The point guard? Oh, oh I got confused for a second. Mr. Bradley Beal. He yeah. is a shooting guard. He is playing a point guard position. Still a two. But that does not stop Bradley Beal from having a couple down years. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will acknowledge that. Still but a bucket getter. Absolute bucket getter. He did not really care in Washington the last couple of years. Is on a brand new team with electric players around him in Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, which will allow him to be both on ball and off ball. And I think he's going to rival some of his earlier seasons, like his 2019-2020 season. I think he's going to be able to get back up there. I love Bradley Beal. I think he's such a fun player to watch. 
I'm happy you got I got him. I'm uh, I'm happy with that pick. Yeah, you can't go yeah, wrong man. with that. I find it funny because Bradley Beal epitomizes a shooting guard. You have to be really good at scoring the ball, and we don't really give a lick if you're good at defense. Yeah. Which is kind of like what you're start if you're if you're a, a bench shooting guard, sure. Like if you're Tony Allen's of the world or the Dylan Brooks or whatever, but like if you're a star, we just want you to go get buckets and we don't yeah. care. And Here, I think that's what he is. Here's my thing though, because since this is like I said, this is an overall draft. Yeah. I now have three guys on my team that don't play defense. Yeah, you might have to start figuring that out. I got Trey Young, I have Bradley Beal, and occasionally Steph Curry. I know yeah. Steph has gotten a lot better, but Yeah. De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron is, Fox is carrying my team <laughs> on guard, defense. Your guard defense. I like the Beal pick. I do. I, I feel I, like it's easy to forget yeah. how talented players are just because they've dealt with injuries or they're on like a bad team. Yeah. You know, like it's a good pick. I think he. I, I, I was gonna when we were talking pre-recording. I think he was in conversation for third. Him and Jalen Brown. I think there's a conversation there. That's fair. Yeah, I had him at four. It's actually the, everyone's picked exactly how people ordered so far. Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's close to a consensus top four. If you were to if you kicked Harden out of there, yeah, I think that's the consensus. It's with if you were be. to like ask a hundred people, it's gotta be pretty close. It's gotta be pretty close. All right, yeah, there's a couple of names that people might say that I don't agree with, but yeah, well, let's hear, Jake. You're back up. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this is where I'm gonna start to panic because I'm not gonna pick <laughs> for a long time now. Yeah, and very last you gotta make pick. this one count, man. I got to think, am I going to go potential or am I going to go longevity that has proven it? And, draft. Um, That's okay, Jake. Take Clay Thompson. I know you want to. Uh, it yeah, gets, like, so murky. <laughs> like, once you get to, like, the four, five, six area, or, like, the five, six, seven area, very murky. Oh, we are, like, where we are right now, we're entering the deep end. Yeah. Without a life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's so top-heavy, the shooting guard, uh, shooting guards in this league. This is like pure sink or swim. Our teams are going to start so strong. I know. <laughs> and by the second, third name, people are going to look at these drafts and be like, what happened? What, what's going on here? Yeah. All right, Jake. You ready? Or you need some time. Uh, eight, ten, nine, eight. Uh, I don't know. It's so off, hard. Just like our podcast, just go off vibes. Off vibes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's hear it. I'm scared. Yeah, my pick is in. This is this could come back to bite me, but I uh, with the first pick in the second round of the Dream Team podcast shooting god draft. Uh, do I panic and take? No, okay, I, I'll go Anthony Edwards. Okay, I'll go Anthony oh, Edwards. Come on, okay. I thought you were gonna take. Um, Who are okay. you gonna take before? Was look, that your look, pick before? Look, I was. I want to hear. I was staring. <laughs> Who are you sta- Actually, don't tell us who you're staring. I'm not. I'm not gonna okay. tell you. If That's, we pick them, then might be then the guy that I'm bad pick, about Jake. Okay. Bad pick. It's it's just so hard because He's too young, Jake. I wanted him. That's a bad pick. I know for all of the reasons that I said for Garland for what Daniel picked. Yeah. <laughs> now I just look like the biggest hypocrite in the world. But Anthony Edwards, I think, has more hype than Darius Garland does. That's 100%. true. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is a ball. That's not a bad pick at all. That was my pick. Career year last year: twenty-four point six points per games. Career in rebounds: five point eight assists: four point four. Efficiency for he's, uh, his efficiency could be better. It's around yeah. 45%, but he, he, that'll come with time. A, that's like one of his only problems. Yeah, his three-point going up. He looked okay in the playoffs this year. That, that's an understatement. He was amazing in the playoffs this year. He yeah. is the future fans, 
franchise player for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm all in on Anthony Edwards. He's a current franchise. He is, player? regardless he to what some I, people say. I, I don't care. Carl Anthony Towns is not the face of that franchise. No. It is Anthony Edwards. You buy in on Kermit. It is now. That is my pick. That's a great pick. Is he more influential um, than Cat though? Yeah, I already think he's had a better career hey, than Cat. Hey, has he changed the game like Cat has? <laughs> I already think he's had a better career than Cat. Oh, that's my hot take. I, can uh-huh. we say either of them have really had a good career so far? Carl Anthony Towns has had probably the most disappointing season I've heard, I know from a supposed superstar in the league. He was supposed to be this guy yeah. that comes in and changes the league, and he just has not. And I know that there's other stuff that's happened with his mom and all of this other stuff. He lost a lot of people in the yeah, COVID stuff. So. But Carl Anthony Towns has been nothing but a disappointment, and you can't sit here and say that he's had a great career. He's, when, been, a, he's been a disappointment for he's sure. He's had some really good seasons. Yeah, but like, hey, three-point champion, skills champion. If we're going True. off to some, he has some hardware. He does. He and he's only 27. So there's time. Yeah. I just don't know how much more that longevity is on the Timberwolves. I think Cat is just, he's so interesting because if he had the mentality of, and I know you hear this about so many players, but if Cat had Jimmy Butler's mentality, he'd probably be like the best Demar- player in the league. <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like Anthony Davis, pretty yeah, much. Literally like be DeMarcus like a top Cousins five on steroids. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all that's missing. And he that because of that mentality he disappears at times in games, which is his fault. But this isn't this isn't a power forward draft. So I'm not no. going to talk about it more. So Beal and Edwards, those are my two picks. Spencer, it's your time this, now. This oh, gets so man. difficult. I don't know. I don't know where oh, to go. Oh, dude, I thought it was me. There's a huge drop off. Oh, I was nice never try. getting. I, I, know, I was, was never getting yeah, Edwards. That's why I was yeah. so annoyed when he picked. Like him. now, oh, okay. I like there's just names out there, and I'm like. I'm just, I have to go out vibes. Like, I don't know what to do. Dude, pick. I'm cooked. I thought it yeah. was next pick. <laughs> no, no, no. No, there's still some good names here, guys. Spencer's racking his brain, yeah, though. Dan, He's... you get to go back to back, though, at the end of this round. That's true. Oh, That's I true. Don't know what to do here. I have it worse. Like, fourth is bad because I'm just waiting yeah. now. You're you going to go you through got everyone? Nice one two combo, though. Yeah. Your yeah, last you got, pick's going to be. Your picks are great. I'm going to end up with Caleb Martin. No, there's not. Nah, nah, nah. You'll get better. All right. Better than that. Do, uh, do, while, while, he, while Spencer's deciding, uh, do we agree that shooting guard is a position where like being good defensively matters the least, or would you say, like which de- position um, do you think they can hide bad defenders best? The least. I don't think it matters um, anymore. But I, I agree. actually I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a good take by Spencer. You just hide defend. You just hide bad defenders wherever they are, and you get your good defenders on ball. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. true. I guess this NBA is different. It's yeah, becoming so positionless that yeah. even even the us talking about shooting guards and how it's like, wow, you can put point guards in there, or are they power forwards or small? Like it doesn't yeah, matter anymore. That's a good point. I'm sorry, that Josh Giddy power forward thing is insane to me. Yeah, small <laughs> forward, power forward, kind of basketball reference. Unless I just missed watching him play, which I don't think I did. He wasn't playing at three four. I guess he's he, a wing player. Hundred percent sure. was not playing four. I think maybe three here and there. Especially because like, you have like the J Dubs there. You have uh, Lou Dort. Like why would? Why would Giddy need to play it? Because he's the tallest, so they just put him at power forward. But he doesn't play like a forward or a power yeah. forward, anyways. Uh, okay, my pick's in. Screw it. You taking Svi Mahaluk? Yep. Matt <laughs> Matt Thomas. Um, Let's go. All right, so I like that fun. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the the uh-huh. evil laugh after uh, that. No, I think this is a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna. I was looking at mm, Zach Levine. I was like, mm, no. <laughs> looking at CJ McCollum. Mm, no, Jante Murray. I love you. No, I'm gonna pick the guy who averaged the most points last year once he got traded, Mikhail Bridges. Ooh. Wow. Do we like I may start the first controversy. Do we think Mikhail Bridges is a shooting guard? I see him as a small forward. I don't think he's a what? shooting guard. Okay, let, 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 let me do the basketball you reference. Pl- you played test. shooting guard for Brooklyn, though. Let me let me do the basketball reference. Like, I think he's definitely played there. I just I especially on Phoenix, he was a small forward on Phoenix. 
He was, but he is. ESPN okay, has wait, him listed wait. as a small forward. Basketball reference does have him as a shooting guard in Brooklyn. He do you do have that going for you. Out of all of his seasons, he has played for like I uh, one, two, three, three, four, four, five. Se- seven seasons, he's been listed listed as a shooting guard twice. Yeah, if we're going for when he played in Phoenix, he was 100% the small forward. I will concede that. You're wrong. Pick again. All right. All right. <laughs> no Mikhail Bridges for you. <laughs> we, we should have had a buzzer noise yeah. right there. All right. ESPN depth. I, th- I, th- <laughs> like, I, I see your point, Spencer, but I think while you're deciding, vibes on Mikhail Bridges, he's more of a he's more of a three. Yeah. Although we might eat those words within the next few years because I think maybe on – it nets. might just be his position. On the nets, yeah. that might be his On the role. nets, that might be him. Well, that was my whole thing. I was going to say. Your score. You said the thing about defense. But we have to have at least Anyways, three years um, consensus. I just like, hey, we might get cooked for not letting him be a shooting guard, but if as long as the, the rest of us three agree that we're not letting him be a shooting guard, then he's not a shooting guard. Then you can come at all of us for that. Yeah. All right, then I guess Ben Simmons will start there this year. All right. uh, just kidding. He's like their third power forward. Anyways. Picks um, in? Yeah. All right. Retry. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a player that I just flamed a little bit. <laughs> oh no! Um, it's Zach Levine. Yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> he doesn't it's know Zach, he wants to play. It's, it's definitely Zach Levine. Yeah. Just say it. It's, yeah, I'm gonna take Zach Levine. There you go. Okay. Um, he he's not the defender Mikael Bridges was, which is why I was gonna go Mikael Bridges because they're offensively they have similar stats, but Mikael brings that really good defense. Uh, Zach Levine is not a great defender. But he's still giving you good efficiency and in 26, 25 points a game. So I, I'm going to take him here. I think it's a safer pick. That's you can't go wrong with it. I think he's overhated, man. I, I'm, I really like Zach He's Levine. starting to get underrated. I, I know. Think he's underrated now, Which yeah. is kind of insane. Yeah, people said he had a really bad year last year. I'm not buying it. No, dude. Uh, last year he averaged 25 points, four and a half rebounds, and four assists. The Bulls were bad. I don't think it was his fault. So, yeah. No, definitely not. He's you see him in the playing game against the Raptors? Yeah, he's basically yeah. giving you 25, 4, and 4. Like, what so are we DeMar's, talking about? Did you see DeMar's uh, daughter in the playing game? <laughs> All right. Yeah, so for me, it was between Levine <laughs> and, and, and Mikael Bridges. That was but. my DR Duros and Yell. <laughs> did you see, like, the terror in my eyes from me being in that arena hearing everything? <laughs> that was yeah, really man. hard to watch, man. Jacob fell out of his chair here and yeah. there. <laughs> Anyways. Good pick. I nice. like the pick. Oh, yeah, it's a good pick. That was my, uh, that was my other guy. I was going between... Anthony Edwards and Zach Levine. I think he's yeah. underrated. If you picked as of late, yeah. if you picked uh, Levine, would you have picked Edwards? Oh, for sure. I wanted Edwards. I was never yeah, Edwards is the name on there. I don't know. Why I think I we all we're all. Sophie, your like soliloquy on Anthony Edwards really has me just excited to watch him. Hey, now. man, I'm telling you, he's just fun. He's fun he's to really watch. Really good. I've he's, liked him a lot. He's awesome, dude. MIP. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Ramos. What? No, it's Sophie. It's me. It's me. Spencer Shake. <laughs> Spencer <Wait>. Shake. <laughs> Let's go, Spencer Shake. Spencer ball. Shake. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, sorry, I just, uh, uh, I well, just announced it. You guys are actually married. Hey, <laughs> Spencer Shake, welcome to the family, brother. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> oh my it's, goodness! All right, it's my pick again, guys. Um, <laughs> Zolfi Shake. Okay, I have my pick in. We can set the music because we're gonna have to talk about this one. Oh, the pick is you Mikhail Bridges. I swear to God. Yeah. I am taking Mikhail Bridges because Spencer <laughs> didn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm taking a guy similar to Anthony Edwards where it's a poten- based on potential. I don't know if everyone's going to like this pick. It's probably a reach, but I want to go for him because I think it's redemption season for this guy, Jordan Poole. Love it. I love Jordan it. Jordan Poole, man. I have him up there. So. That's yeah, good, man. He averaged, this is a team that has a Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, Obviously, Andrew Wiggins was away for a lot of the season, but he's a, a, a primary scorer on that team as well. But he averaged 
20.4 points, nearly three rebounds, and four and a half assists, shooting 43% from the field, 34% from beyond the arc. That could probably get better. But he is a lights-out scorer. We know that. He's done it with Steph Curry on his team. So I think now in, in Washington, in the situation he is, it's going to be very Bradley Beal-esque. He's going to put up insane numbers. Hopefully this team can perform better because they have more players around him than Bradley Beal did. But I think Jordan Poole's a guy who's going to come out with something to prove. I think similar to what people hope for other players when they go to a new situation, it's like no media attention. The situation is quiet. It's nice for him, focused just on basketball. And I think that's exactly what Jordan Poole needs coming out of the whole Draymond Green uh, beef and stuff like that. So I just, like, again, there's players who probably you would pick over him just for, like, maturity and poise and, like, they've been doing it longer. But I want to go based on potential and I want to have some fun with my team. So I'm going with Jordan Poole. Is this still going West, uh, hand in hand with you picking Wes Unsell Jr. as your coach of the year? I think is for the vibes of it. Yeah, I see. I'm saying vibes a lot this podcast. Yeah. So like, it's hey, a very vibey vibe, podcast. Yeah. Vibes are good. It's vibe but, only, bro. But that, that that is similar in the sense where like I think this Washington team is almost underrated to a point where like they're not going to be fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but I see them fighting for like like a six to ten seed somewhere in there. If they super overachieve six, if and that if for that if they get six, that's when the whole West Unsell Jr. becomes coach of the year. That's when he's going to be one of the best shooting guards in Jordan Poole in the league. But that's obviously a lot of ifs need to go the right way for them. But if those things happen, then yes, that that's where my case comes from. If they don't, then yeah, they're a ten seed, probably play in team, and that's a bit higher than what most people probably expected. But it's not it's not moving the needle or anything. Did you just see Jordan Poole crossing up Draymond on in that ISO two, in two K? Is that why you picked him too? Oh, uh, honestly, that did come to mind because I watched that last night, and I was like, that is brilliant marketing by two K. By the way, oh yeah, just very intentional and very a slight subtle touch, and everyone loved it and reacted to it. Scotty Barnes getting his pocket picked at one point. Yeah, in the why is it? Too. Okay, I, that's my gripe with 2K. I know I sound like every Raptors fans where it's like, we don't get to be in the 2K trailers enough. The American media doesn't do this or that. But I swear to freaking God, every goddamn 2K video short promo trailer, if it ever has a Raptor in it, it's usually something bad happening to them. Yeah, oh, 2K does not like the Raptors. Yeah, they're getting dunked on. Something's getting stolen. They're just kind of like a, a quick cameo screen. Nothing impressive is being done by Raptors player. The only Raptors good 2K promo thing has been like in Scotiabank Arena because it's in Canada and they have like a Raptors like buy 2K now like promo video. And that is yeah. it. And it's not even impressive. It's just the starters walking on the court. Yeah. It's yeah. not even just anyone. It's Dylan Brooks that's picking his pocket. Yeah. Like, come hell? on. Oh. You have a Canadian picking off the Raptors like quote unquote new star player. Like, oh, they know what, what, what they're do? doing with that yeah. though. They know. They got exactly what they wanted from Raptors fans because they're all up in arms with it. Do better, 2K. Just, all right. Sorry, I just want to add to the Jordan Poole thing. People also forget that this guy got punched in the face by a teammate like at the beginning of the season. And he was such a like, – such. I don't, a, know if I'd be able to, yeah. like, I don't know if I'd be able to play after that to my highest level either. Yeah. So. And yeah. he was 100%. a pure pro about it. Because the year – such It is what it is, yeah. yeah. And the year before when Steph Curry was out for that extended period of time, Jordan Poole was like averaging like 25-plus. So. Yeah. He's, He's a champion, there. man. He's a champion. He's in his yeah. beard era. I like it. Yeah, he's got to get rid of that thing. Why? I, I don't like think, it. I don't think it suits him. No? He's not a baddie anymore. It's his disheveled, depressed era. He's in Washington. <laughs> I think he needs it to survive. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Daniel I'm, time. I'm on Jordan Poole as well. I don't want to pick, man. I don't want to. <laughs> Daniel just said, I'm not picking. We're just going to do the show. You're, you're closing out. You're closing out the second round and starting out the third. So you got yeah, you get back to back. Yeah, back to back. So at least take oh, one that you're confident in, I'm but then confident. also think about the order because then it could look real bad. Your shooting guards are going to be so nice. I'm not confident in any pick. What? There's some good names. Still. There's still some good names. There, there are some good names. No, there are, but there's about four left. <laughs> They're not Anthony Edwards. So. 
<laughs> no, they're not. Grayson Allen, Lonnie Walker, Shake Milton, Reggie Bullock. Malik Monk. <laughs> okay, uh, the pick is in. Pick here, is in. Here, this is the end of the second round. For my second pick, I'm choosing DeJounte Murray. Okay, good, good okay. Pick. I wanted him for my next pick, so. Really? Yeah. All right, yeah, talk it's, about it. it's more of a shooting guard by necessity kind of thing because right. he's on Trey Young, you know, on Trey Young's team. Um, with Spurs, he was definitely like the point guard. Uh, but no, he's. I feel like when he got traded to the Hawks, he wasn't seen as a three point shooter. I don't. I don't. I still don't think he like is seen as like a three point shooter through and through. But like, he's actually not bad. He's improved. Um, just a good all around player. You want a defense on a team? I got it. Yeah. Because that amazing defender. Um, and just looking at the list, like he's the name that I was like, I want this guy. So Dejounte Murray. So here's my gripe. Dejounte Murray has been a point guard his entire career except for last year. That was his first year in. Um, but isn't that the same thing that Spencer did with Mikael Bridges? If that's his. Yeah, yes, but, but like we're going forward. off. We're going off like again. The, the end all be all will be vibes of how we see the player play in their situation. Because again, th- I think, think f- Mikael Bridges plays like more of a forward. I do too. So I don't. I, I actually think Devonta Murray's a two, so I can't say anything. Okay. 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 So we're agreeing. Murray's a two. He played. I just. He's sorry, gonna. Go he's gonna play the two all year this year. He played yeah. all year last year. Like I wanna. Yeah. I wanna like just point out how. When we did the whole uh, hypothetical Siakam like trade or like going for Dejounte, I remember Daniel Ramos not being a big fan of Dejounte Murray. Questioned his character. (laughs) Didn't think he was a good guy and a mature. And all of a sudden, I the words were, "I want him. I want want that guy. Get him on my team. Make the trade. (laughs) Good player." There's one thing this 15 episodes have taught us. It's that we all are just walking hypocrisies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I am a flip-flopper till the day I die. And just just for reference, too, like for Mikhail Bridges, I think it depends in Brooklyn who's there, right? Yeah, right. for sure. Whereas DeJounte Murray's like – He's locked in. Guard. He's yeah. locked yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, yeah, I personally didn't have an issue with it. I was just wanted no, to make sure com- to – it's a good yeah. point because he is naturally a point guard. Because he wasn't on my list. Yeah. And then once you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, he is a shooting guard. Yeah, yeah, he's a very my, fair he's host, Jake. Now it's the third round, Daniel. So you get to go one more time. You get to rock our world once more. What a gong show! I don't know what you're gonna pick here. I can't even hazard a guess. Well, I'm I'm debating between going like youngish slash like fully, pr- like proven quotes. I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this, man. There's a lot of names to pick, but not all of them sound very sexy. I'll tell you that. I'm. I mean, I've been very high on this. I'm, I got my pick. I've been very high pick on this in? player. Yeah, I'm just going to choose this guy. my guy. I know it. Yeah, probably. You guys want to guess? Uh, j- no. I think I know who you're going to pick. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> okay. Is it Tyrese Maxey? It's Tyrese Maxey. Oh. I wanted to call my not- shop beforehand. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. No, you you, you guys want CJ McCollum. Uh, no, I'm not going for... Oh, okay. Damn, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> me and Spencer are on like, the nah. same wavelength of a name, and it's going to come down to which it, one of us can get it. It's me Desmond Bain, is it? Um, yeah, so Tyrese Maxey, uh, I think we've all seen his potential, especially in this, this series against the Raptors. That was very hard to watch. He's a really good player. A uh, lot of potential. I think he's, what, is he like 23 or something like he's that? Young. He's I'm young. I'm very high on Tyrese. He's still, I'm very high on him as well. Um he honestly might end up in a point guard role, to be honest, just based off if Harden leaves, if, especially if Harden leaves, right? Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm very high on Tyrus Maxey. I think he's a really good player. He's 22 and mm-hmm. like 280 Crazy. days, so he's close to 23. Yeah, like that's 
that's crazy. Like he's still so young, and I feel like I've already seen so much, so many in, insanely good things from him in his career. And dude, I, I thought he was like twenty four, twenty five. Are you mm-hmm. sure? Yeah, yeah, Basketball yeah, Reference yeah, has him as 22 and 285 right. days. He came right. in real young. My pick is also, so he, much he averaged 20 point, 20.9, uh, 20.3 points last season. So Dude. good. That's with... There's a lot yeah. of really good scorers in the NBA, man. Yeah, man. I, it's just he's such a good player at such a young age. So, yeah, Tyrese Maxey. points a game for Tyrese Maxey. Wow. Also good vibes. Nice kid. Really nice kid. Fun guy. Should we just call his podcast Vibes? Yeah. This episode? The Dream Vibes. Vibes. I like yeah. that. All right. Yeah, Good Tyrese Maxey. No, that's that was the second name on my list, and now Dolphy's gonna take my name. And <laughs> see, I don't know. I I don't know if I'm gonna take that name. Did, did you see the name already on his computer? I have I, them both me, there. Me, I have both yeah. them there, so he doesn't know oh, which okay. one. Don't you uh, dare touch him. He's mine. <sighs> don't don't take him. Who are you guys talking about? I'm throwing hands if you take. I don't know him. who Jay's talking about. I don't know who Jay's talking about. Like, I there's a guy we've mentioned on this pod earlier, who's debatable, but I really like his game. There's potential there, but I think I've taken one just potential guy already, so I have to go with the the vet leader, Jake. My pick is in. <laughs> All right, Sophie. I'm going with CJ McCollum. Okay, yeah, that's a good pick. I again, I probably have a guess as to what the other picks are going to be, but I think CJ McCollum is so underrated in so terms underrated. of the fact that he's never been an all-star. Obviously, it was tough in the situation being in the West with the way guards are. He had Damian Lillard on his team for a lot of those years, but. On this uh, Pelicans team, too, he has a guy like Brandon Ingram there. So it's hard for him because he never really gets to shine. But consistently putting up 20 points per game pretty much the last couple of years, four and a half rebounds, nearly six assists, shooting almost 40% from three, 43% from the field. Like, this dude is just a consummate professional, and he's really, really good. And he's probably one of the few guys where you just don't debate it. This is a two-guard. Yeah. Straight up, guys like him and Devin Booker, these are two guards through and through. And CJ McCollum can give you a bucket anytime you need it. He can create his own shot nearly just as good as anybody else. And he's just one of those guys who you just look at and you're like, I know what he's going to give me tonight. He's reliable. He's always there. Just an overall good dude. I think I just can't go wrong by picking CJ McCollum. It's a great pick. He was the one who was I was debating between. Yeah. It was CJ or Tyrese. All right. Spencer? Spencer Shake. Spencer Shake. Honestly, I... I could be wrong. I could have missed someone. I don't think there's two names that even don't take him, Spencer. Even matter here, Spencer. I might crawl over this table. I'm pretty and hurt sure you. I'm gonna take. You don't on. take him. I, well, there's I a name to. that's not on your list. Really? Uh, it's uh, the guy uh, we talked about. Stop it. Shush. Let uh, him take who he wants okay. to take. That's okay. Let him take who he wants <laughs> to yeah, take. Yeah, I, I didn't even. That's crazy. <laughs> Jake is in his boots right now. Is shaking. your pick in? Yeah. Jake yeah. is okay. shivering. Don't you don't you take him. <laughs> don't you don't you take um, him. With my last pick in the draft. Don't do it. I'm gonna take Don't do it. Desmond Bain. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, Dan. Come you, on! Dan, you didn't want an audio spike? We got an audio spike. <laughs> I okay. need a defense! Oh. I'll edit that in post. So <laughs> good luck. So I was the only two on names it. on on my list that were even in contention. I Zolfi just showed me a name I missed. So this isn't the it was Clay Thompson or or Desmond Bain? Okay. Um, oh. Clay Thompson. They average about the same amount of points, but like Jake just said for me, <laughs> Desmond Bain <laughs> is an incredible defender. So good. Clay Thompson is also an incredible defender, but he's gone through those injuries and he just doesn't look like himself anymore. Um, he's still a great shooter, but Desmond Bain's also a great shooter, and he's a great defender, and he can do a little bit of everything. Only twenty four. Um, yeah, that's my pick. Sorry, Jake. 
I hate you. Yeah, that, I think that was the that was the pick though. I yeah, think we all would have so. made that pick probably. Yeah, Desmond Bain is just like similar to CJ, consummate professional. Yeah. Pretty I still think he's pretty underrated in terms of just like casual NBA and with John Morant being out for a chunk of the season, Desmond Bain is going to have a massive role. Obviously yeah. Marcus Smart is there, but who else better to a mentor, a guy like Desmond Bade than Marcus Smart. I think he's going to grow so much in this league. Yeah, definitely an underrated 21-point-per-game score. Like Zolfi yeah. said, just <laughs> so many scores yeah. in the league. So. I love the fact that he was developed by Darko. I love yeah. that. Yeah, 40% three-point shooter. Like. Gets me so excited. He doesn't seem like a guy who's a bucket getter, but yeah, over 20 points a game. Dude, he's a great player, man. Good efficiency. Yeah. Yeah, you're off the pod, Spencer. <laughs> All right, Jake, now that you're done breaking down. I'll be taking Desmond <laughs> Bain with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. That threw me a massive wrench because I no one was mentioning him and I was like maybe maybe I can get away with him I think we all had him on our list though he was definitely on the list I but thought Dan was going to take I could, him to he, Jake's, he was on, he, I was debating between Desmond Tyrese or CJ to Those Jake's point he's definitely not a sexy pick so I could have seen I could easily have seen him falling out of really the, the, I just because couldn't. like people don't, again depending what your uh, team's construction is or what you want to go for he's definitely not a flashy name so I could see people leaving him off because they think his game's boring or whatever. I honestly coming into this, like I, I didn't end up picking him, but Desmond Bain, I had him on my list. I could not see him not getting drafted. But at least with this group, yeah, that's fair. Within here, I don't know about other people, but this podcast, we respect Desmond Bain on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, look, I need defense. <laughs> so there's a couple of people I'm not going with. <laughs> Tyler Hero, goodbye. No. Jake, you're killing. Austin you Reeves, I'm good. See ya. I didn't have Tyler here on my list. <laughs> oh, I didn't either. I'm gonna be honest, which uh, is kind I of do. it's just kind of ridiculous by us that we didn't. It is. Yeah. I, I has a, he's on a point ground on stupid ESPN, so that threw me off. I was thinking Jordan Clarkson maybe yeah. could be a pick. Jalen Green, no. Clay Thompson, you're not coming to my team. Th- I need defense. All right, <laughs> and this team, this th- this this might like this genuinely might make tank my entire. Hey draft. guys, I think Jake needs defense. This might tank my entire draft. This is gonna look so stupid when I look at my entire boards compared <laughs> to everyone else. I'm gonna be like, wow, look look at their great shooting guards, and then it's gonna be me with this guy as my last pick, and they're gonna be like, you picked him over some of these like other Tony names. Tony Allen, what are you doing? <laughs> Lou Dort incoming. Yeah. I might be ra- like raging for it no reason, but my pick is Emmanuel Quickly. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's your pick for defense? Emmanuel quickly like had him. a legitimate case at all defense this year. Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. He's like one that. of the best men off the off the six man. <laughs> that was not English. He's one of the best men to come off the bench. He was a finalist for six man of the year yeah. last year. He had a one steal per game last year, so it rose from point five from point seven. He's Blocks per game, point two. Like his points per game going up. He's a good pick. He's a good solid pick. I just needed defense, yeah. and that was where my mind went to. Emmanuel, it was Emmanuel quickly, and yeah, I could want Clay Thompson, Austin Reeves, all these other guys. But no, I I think I think he's a good pick. He's young. Yeah, but I hate you, Spencer. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, don't, pick sucks. I think Emmanuel quickly is gonna be like an even more intensified debate of like the Darius Garland thing. Yeah, where like people are like Darius Garland too young, hasn't shown enough yet. But obviously he's been an all star, and point guards are very different. But Emmanuel Kickley's kind of the same mold where, like, he's, you're seeing it. You know it's there. You have to see it develop and blossom into something. Like you said, 
Underrated defender. He played 81 games, so he plays. True. So he's Iron he's Man. good in that regard. 15 points, four rebounds, three and a half assists. His efficiencies are pretty solid. 37% from three is pretty freaking good. Yeah. Also look at the jump from your two to three just on field yeah. goal percentage. And it's like, only going to continue And a lot of that was mostly just being given the opportunity. Like, he's always been decent. He's a great player, man. Didn't yeah. I pick him for something in our predictions thing? Six, Six man. man. Six, Six man. man. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Mikhail. Or I said Mikhail. Um, you wish. <laughs> he's not a shooting guard. <laughs> I like Mano Kuku a lot, so not a bad pick at all. That's our shooting guards. Oh, it was really funny watching you spiral. Actually, <laughs> actually, I have to say one thing. Just to if you let me pick Mikael Bridges, you get Desmond Bain. Oh, you're trying to swap with me? You guys no, do no. the trade, a trade done, no, done, draft no. night. I'm just trade? saying, if you guys let me have Mikael Bridges when it, the time came, Desmond Bain's still there at the end. Okay, I need to bring up some names that we obviously didn't yeah, pick, we and we need to talk about it. Honorable mentions. Uh, you guys mentioned Tyler Hero. Yes. We didn't. We didn't pick Tyler. That's, That's surprising. I'm honestly surprised. I thought yeah. for sure. For I'm me, not. for He's me, a diamond dozen kind I've of heard guy. this on like the exactly. If I'm being honest, I heard this on the, another podcast. No dunks. There are like a million Tyler heroes in this league. So many. Like Jordan Clarkson is a Tyler hero. Jordan Poole is a Tyler hero. There is like a lot of players who are just flamethrower type of guys. No defense. Bradley Beal is like a better version of Tyler hero. Like a much better version of Tyler much hero. Better, yeah. But like the same idea, right? So I think there's a lot of guys who play like Tyler here. Anthony Simons is a Tyler hero. Gary Trent Jr. is a Tyler hero. Those are obviously guys that people could have picked. I think Anthony Simons is a name that was left off there. He's on my he, list. He's another potential guy. Uh, Malik Monk. Malik Kevin Monk. Herter. Kevin Herter was on yeah, my list. Yeah, Josh Giddy is the name we talked about. Yeah. We yeah. threw him in the shooting guard. We didn't pick him. I feel yeah. like he would have went next. He would have been up there. I think he was the next pick, yeah. yeah. Sweet Terry Rozier. He Terry was on my Rozier. List. Yeah, Terry, underrated. Underrated player. Just Again, there's just so many Terry Roziers. Yeah. Hey, if you want a guy who's really good PER player efficiency rating, Chris Dunn, top seven in the league. Yeah, man. God. Uh, can I say something that maybe you guys will roast me for? What? Sure. I don't think Clay Thompson deserves to be in the top twelve. Oh, well, we didn't pick. I him. mean, well, we, we didn't, didn't pick. Yeah, him, we didn't pick him. But like, all time, he sure. was. Is it crazy that I'm with you? I think you're right. There, there were talks like I feel like. In here, that was like, is Clay Thompson going or something? Didn't you mention Clay? I did. He you was discussed. Clay? He was discussed. I I don't even think he should be discussed. I'm gonna be honest. He's the best catch I, and shoot in like the shooting guards at the moment. Yeah. But he's just has lost so much That's, of his athleticism that yeah. I'm not willing to take him when I could have so many younger, more athletic guys that offer me, to a lesser extent, and lesser efficient three point shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I was. I will say, if you wanted to win a popularity contest with you your draft, Clay. you play Clay Thompson. Like he's. Yeah. There, that's but, also the thing. Yeah. I see your point, though. Like I'm just. He's not what he once was. No, he's not what he once was. I, do I respect him? Of course. Is he still like you know? Can he still provide something? I'm, I'm sure he can, but it's just not what he was. Yeah. So I just no. I can't. I didn't even consider him. I did have him on my list, but I also have. 20 players on my list and he was 20 yeah so. if anyone questions that though like i really want them to like take clay thompson and put him up next to any of the names we picked and really would you pick clay thompson over any of these guys i don't think so no there's gonna be people that are gonna say emmanuel quickly and desmond bain should not be picked over clay thompson the desmond bain, desmond one, bain one i, I think, think would think. be insane they average the yeah. same amount of points yeah. but Bain's but this is the point that we talked about is that there's casual fans everywhere yeah, that are going to be like where's clay the, and quick, then, the emmanuel quigley clay one i'm sure there's going to be people talking about I, it's it. gonna sure. it's gonna tank it's gonna tank yeah. my that we're gonna put this out on twitter like we yeah. did for the last one and have everyone predict <laughs> and i'm gonna be last i already know that i'm gonna yeah, be last that's well true. you last got you got last pick yeah Wow. Yeah, exactly. Spencer we got, got last, last pick. pick. His tank too. Yeah. So, but hey, there's three more positions votes. to draft. Yeah. Well, cool. Just make sure Zolfi does not get first again. We can't have his ego inflated too too far. Um, oh, first in the vote. I was like, I haven't had a first overall pick yet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's what's scary. Daniel, you want to read them through? Yes. 
Oh, yeah, okay. So, I got the first pick. I chose Donovan Mitchell, DeJounte Murray, and Tyrese Maxey. Strong. I really wish Anthony Edwards is in there, though. But very anyways, very so fast athletic team. Yes, yeah, very much. Who's your second pick? DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. Uh, Zolfi went second. He picked Devin Booker, Jordan Poole, CJ McCollum. Uh, Spencer, you went third. You picked Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain. And Jake, I'm sorry, bro, your reactions are your, your reactions are killing me today, dude. Jake went last. He picked Bradley Beal, Anthony Edwards, Emmanuel quickly. Oh yeah, Jake, you're gonna have a tough time on Twitter. I yeah, actually, I'm not winning that. Uh, your top two are my favorite top two, though. I'm gonna put it out there. It's I, Emmanuel quickly, man. I yeah. told you, quickly's just if gonna take it. One more really good shooting guard. Like it would have yeah, been perfect to have the good. last pick. You but I would two. say that he deserves to be up there. I find yeah, Spe- I find sure. Spencer's teams the hardest to like. Put together or see as like a group of guys together. Third pick, like oh, this oh, is okay. squad. Oh, okay. Like who you, you have Zach, uh, Zach Levine, you have Brad uh, Jalen Brown and Desmond Bain. Mm. Like those are just like I don't know three very different players to me. Once we well, go through I, the whole draft, we're gonna have sorry Dan, we're gonna go it. through and like put our actual positions out. Yeah. I think which will be fun. We'll actually be able to like map out our starting lineup, five yeah. and do everything. But I agree. I think seeing those three shooting guards, it is pretty hard to map them in with your. Like Jalen Brown's guards. mostly defensive, can score. Zach Levine mostly offensive, can score, uh, defend here or there if he needed to for his life. And Desmond <laughs> Bain is like the right in between guy, doesn't yeah. do everything. Desmond Bain might have to start. Yeah, you know? honestly, good player, man. I, I I really like my team in the sense that those are three guys you look at, you're like, yeah, that's a shooting guard. You have yeah, Devin true. Booker, CJ McCollum, and uh, I'm already forgetting my last pick. I'm CJ terrible. Or uh, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, yeah. Actually, he was your second pick. Yeah, Jordan Poole, CJ McCollum, and Devin Booker. Three guys, you're like, yeah, that's a shooting guard. He goes out there and he shoots the ball. Your yep. team continuing to be the most toxic team in the draft. Adding Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Devin Booker is kind of, I'll say he, he's a petty. Is petty the right word? He's Yeah. Say, I don't want to say sensitive. He's petty. He's absolutely yeah. petty. Yeah. No, I, I got the most toxic one. Got Dejounte Murray on but, my team. But when you <laughs> when you pair that with before with Zolfi with Jaw and Kyrie. Oh, we're talking. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. Ja, And then you add Kyrie. Devin there, and then and then Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, and then you just have CJ and Shay being hey, like, CJ what is going and on? Shea are gonna be carrying <laughs> the vibe. Only, CJ and uh, Shay are just professionals, man. Yeah. CJ's a good dude, man. NBA PA president, man. He knows what he's doing. He's a good player. So our teams overall. Do we want to go through all those just to wrap that was that, that combo up? With the point guards and the shooting guards combined, just to remind everyone sure. what our teams are. Let me post. You read the point guards while I – or actually, I'll just post it in there. So I will read my point guards, and then, Dan, yeah. you can read my shooting guards, and then we'll go like that. Okay. So I picked Steph, Steph Curry, of course, De'Aaron Fox, and Trey Young. And for the shooting guards, I'm already, I picked – let's find out. Bradley Beal, Anthony Edwards, and Emmanuel Quickly. Daniel – Picked Luka Doncic, Tyrese Halberton, and Darius Garland with the shooting guards of Donovan Mitchell, DeJounte Murray, and Tyrese Maxey. A lot of D's on your team. D's and T's. Interesting. I love D, bro. All right. <laughs> Selfie's point guard, Shia Gilgis, Alexander, John Morant, and Kyrie Irving. Don't try to backpedal now. I, I respect it. Devin Booker, Jordan Poole, and CJ McCollum with Spencer rounding out with Dame Lillard, ja- Jamal Murray, Jalen Brunson. And for the shooting guards, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, and Desmond Bain. All that games. is our draft. If you First had to, two. if you had to decide if your shooting guard or point guard draft which went better, which one would you say went better? My point you? guard went better for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that, Jake. Daniel, 
Which draft do you think went better for you, the point guard or the shooting guard? It's close uh, for you, I think. I think it's a close one. I think point guard, but only by like a hair. That's fair. It's mostly just because I have Luca. Spencer? I think shooting guard. Yeah, your shooting guard team is pretty strong. Jalen, Zach, and Desmond. You do have a very strong I feel like my teams are relatively even, but I'll probably say the point guard draft went better for me. Just because like the names are definitely much more like McCollum's not a sexy guy. pick. Yeah, he's not. He's like if you're a basketball fan, you respect him and know yeah. him, but he's not sexy. My shooting guards would have been so much better if I had Desmond Bain. So, hey, well, Jake, next time draft higher. Next week, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> next week we're gonna be going with what position, boys? Small forward. That's gonna be a fu- that's gonna be a debatable one too. You have a lot of guys who are combo because wing players are just so different now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Mikael Bridges first overall. That's cool. All right, go for it. <laughs> All right, I think I think that wraps it up for the draft for this week. Do we want to do the expansion or do we want to just pull that off for a bit and just wrap it up here? I I say we take some time to really put together expansion ideas. I do you guys want to do this as a draft where we like. I was talking to Spencer where, like, if we do an expansion draft, so say Spencer chooses Seattle. None of us can choose Seattle anymore. And then we have to pick a different city. Yeah, I like and that. And then you go into a different topic. So next it's, like, uh, arena. So hypothetically, even though I'm in Seattle, I can pick Madison Square Garden, like, that kind of arena. You know what I mean? Get really <laughs> just funky. Just Frankenstein and Yeah, everything. just get really funky with it. And then, like, mascot, stuff like that. So we can come up with some categories, do a draft. I've seen it done before. It's wonky, but it's fun. So the Seattle Supersonics with a polar bear as their mascot? Yeah, man. Well, we should have like options that you can choose from. Because if you're just we should like all pick names. options and then put it in a pool, yeah. and then we all pick from there. Oh, that's a good idea. We make a, like you're saying that Spencer. We we all like make our hypotheticals, make a pool, and then we draft bits and pieces from. Yeah, there. and you could put like bad ones in there and just take the risk that someone else might have to take it, or you could put all good ones. You can then yeah. You can just I'm always right. down to try new things. Why yeah. not? Cool. That'll... And if people have thoughts on this draft idea, any feedback or stuff they want to hear or Hit see, us let us know. Hit us yeah. up on Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up our link tree as well. You can find some inquiries. You can always email us too if you want. Yeah, email us some questions and I thoughts. Would, I would love to receive an email. You know what? If you throw hate hate mail at us, but you give us some good feedback while you do it, that's okay. And go vote on our poll. It will be up probably shortly after the episode is up. Yeah. Uh, vote and see who got the best of the best from the draft today for shooting guard and that wraps it up for the dream team podcast everyone look at that a nice breezy hour 15 that's not uh, bad not bad look at gorgeous us. we're for getting us. better at this whole podcast first pod of all like of us that. together and we're uh nice and breezy good Very job good, good job gents breezy beautiful dream team pod <laughs> cover girl gorgeous all right well you can find me if you wanted to chat with me on the twits not the X. On the twits? On the twits. Is that what, do people call it that? <laughs> no, no one calls it that, <laughs> cool but I like it. it. Stick with it. Zolfi wouldn't know. That's what cool people call it. <laughs> Jake underscore Schultz. That's S-C-H-U-L-Z-6 on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Zolfi underscore Shake. Z-U-L-F-I underscore S-H-E-I-K-H. Spencer Shake, take it away. <laughs> you got to change your Twitter name now. I might, but for now, you can find me at Kloss Talk Sports, C-L-O-S-S Talks Sport on Twitter, and uh, I'm on Instagram too, but I don't really post there, so just follow me on Twitter. You say we gotta gaslight your Instagram too. We gotta find it and dox you. <laughs> no, it's just called Cloth Talk Sports. It's just uh, there's no like bad. There's like three reels. He doesn't on want any weirdos following him. No, you can so. follow it if you want, but I'd prefer you to follow the Dream Team Pod Instagram. Yes. Yeah. there you go. You can find that at Dream underscore Team Pod. Dan, where can they, when, where can they find you? On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, try that one more time. 
Daniel Ramos, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Raptors Vision. You know how to spell it. Um, and then on Instagram, my photography Instagram, Dds Digital, D E D S Digital. Shout out photography. I don't want to be that. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but you spelled that wrong. What? You said D E D S. Yeah. That's you digital. You said is isn't it D E D E S? Oh shoot! <laughs> oh my god! Did I actually forget the E. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, D E D E S Digital on Instagram. All right, we're done. Bye yeah. guys. Peace. <laughs>